You're listening to the News Fuse. Stay in the loop with the most important headlines of the week. Brought to you by Freedomist. Pelosi apologizes for her decision to get her hair done at a salon during the COVID-19 shutdown, and the CDC just confirmed that 94% of COVID deaths were in cases that already had underlying conditions. Joe Biden thinks it will be important to have live fact checkers during the upcoming debates with President Trump and Hurricane Laura leaves a path of destruction and death. Several of the deaths being caused by carbon monoxide poisoning from generators as thousands are still without power. But the unrest felt by the country continues to be centered around the topic of racism, a storm of its own kind, leaving many dead in its path and causing much division. An example of this is the story of a Starbucks barista who was fired after making a poisonous Blue Lives Matter drink with bleach, signifying the, quote, blood of innocent black men, unquote, while playing the soundtrack, All I Want for Christmas is More Dead Cops. This hits kind of close to home as this week I attended a prayer meeting for a police officer at the courthouse who was shot less than three miles from my house, and then I headed over to the Capitol to see the Black Lives Matter protest being held for Jacob Blake's. Jacob Blakes, a young man from Kenosha, Illinois, was shot seven times by the police and is the story that has regenerated passion into the protests and riots being held throughout the country. Even the NBA canceled their games for a couple days. As shown in the recent case report on Breonna Taylor's death, though, there is often more to the story than just the headline. Either way, the sad truth is that black lives are lost and police lives are also lost, like that of 29-year-old Tamaris Bohannon from St. Louis. The problem is that some read the headlines and act on the conclusions drawn without taking a look at all the facts. For instance, the mob in August that vandalized Chicago's Magnificent Mile was prompted by the rumor that the police killed a child, when in reality, they had just injured a 20-year-old man with a long criminal history who had shot at them first. The FBI has warned since then that about 30 gangs in Chicago have made a pact to shoot any police officer they see who has a weapon drawn. The violence is continuing to happen in several cities across the United States, and Kyle Rittenhouse was a 17-year-old boy this last week who shot protesters in Kenosha in cold blood. Or was it self-defense? I guess it just depends on which headline you read. Aaron Danielson, also known as Jay Bishop, was attending a pro-Trump rally in Portland and wearing a Patriot prayer hat as he was shot down by Antifa members. We have heard about the protests, but what about these rallies? There have been quite a variety of pro-Trump rallies throughout the country, which include caravans with hundreds of vehicles, boat parades with thousands of boats, and also walkaways led by the walkaway campaign. This movement was formed by a former liberal who encourages those on the left to, quote, walk away from the divisive tenets endorsed and mandated by the Democratic Party of today, walking away from lies and walking towards patriotism, unquote. Speaking about Trump, another investigation has been requested by the House Democrats, looking into whether or not Trump administration officials violated the Hatch Act during the Republican National Convention. The Hatch Act from 1939 eliminates corrupt practices in national elections, restricting the executive branch employees of the federal government from participating in certain partisan political activities. The RNC was quite an impressive celebration, though, of the United States, much to the Democrats' dismay. They celebrated America, the United States of America, 
the land of promise, land of opportunity, the land of heroes, and the land of greatness. It started out with a prayer, and pray we must. Americans, regular citizens like you and I, spoke and gave detailed facts of Trump's accomplishments, also giving credit to God for being involved in their stories. Trump supports the police, they said, small businesses, the American dream. He also supports the military, the working class, women. He gives inmates who work hard to get their lives back together a second chance. He supports mothers, children, healthcare workers, men, first responders, churches, babies in the womb, immigrants, and as many can attest, people of color. Invigorating patriotism laid the foundation for Trump and the Americans as speaker after speaker listed facts from Trump's first four years in office and celebrated the people of the United States of America. As long as the age difference is no more than 10 years, lawmakers in California have passed a bill that would no longer require these people who commit statutory rape against teenagers 14 and over to register as sex offenders. This comes at a time where immorality is the new normal and is also showing up in our elections. For instance, Aaron Coleman won the primary for the Kansas House by 14 votes in the Kansas City, Kansas district, even though his past is rather questionable. Coleman, a college student who has a job as a dishwasher, admits he has bullied and blackmailed at least one middle school-aged girl to revenge porn, and yet he still won. If elected, Coleman plans to fight for universal health coverage, free college, defunding the police, and legalizing marijuana. One form of immorality that is now making its way to the spotlight is the horrific act of child trafficking. Operation Not Forgotten rescued 39 endangered and missing children while also arresting nine criminals in Atlanta, Georgia. Operation Safety Net in Northern Ohio recovered 25 children. U.S. Marshal Pete Elliott said that they will continue doing this each year. Quote, this is our first time we've done this. It's been uncharted territory for us, but we've had great success, unquote. In 2015, the Justice for Victims of Trafficking Act was assigned into law, giving U.S. Marshals authority to help federal, state, and local law enforcement with recovery of missing, endangered, or abducted children, regardless of whether a fugitive or sex offender was involved. According to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, around 800,000 children are reported missing each year in the United States. Lately, we have been seeing an increase in passion expressed for social justice and political agendas. But can I encourage you? It is time to take a stand against the agenda of immorality that sneaks into our homes through music, shows, and other forms of entertainment. Thanks for listening to this episode of The News Views. For more great content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or visit us online at freedomist.us. That's freedomists.us. Until next time, stop yelling and start thinking. <laughs>